The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Rev Skip. I'm Reverend Jackie Fernandez. And Aloha from Faith Rivera. <laughs> Here we are together. <laughs> my my favorite time of the week. How y'all doing? So good. I, I'm happy to to have our Jackie back and hear about all yeah. her adventures. <laughs> yeah, back from Florida. Back from back from sunny Florida. Oh, it was a great time. Oh, my goodness. So I do have a bone to pick with you, though. All right. Get to it. <laughs> you set the bar so high for guest speakers to come into CSL for learning. I have to go in two weeks and to follow what you did. You set that bar so high. I'm, I'm going, oh, sh- showing up and showing out. You were phenomenal. Oh, it was thank so you. And I love that whole idea. Um, Doris don't play that until she does. And I was until like, does, yeah. right? We don't play until <laughs> until we do. <laughs> well, oh. that's you know, my auntie Dolores. I was, I was so blessed to be invited to speak at CSO Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. And you know, you guys, you might be surprised. That was my first time ever in a CSO church for service. Oh yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, yes, it was. And so, you know, thank you, Dr. Chris Michaels for that invitation. And, um, I was asked to kick off Hispanic heritage month, which, um, begins tomorrow officially. And, um, so I was there Sunday and they asked me to, you know, speak from my own story, something unique, uh, uniquely me is, was the question. And so, of course, I had to talk about my great auntie Dolores, who helped co- uh, co-found the United Farm Workers Union. She's been the longest serving uh, civil rights activist in this country. You know, she is 91 years old now and she is still knocking on doors, making phone calls. She's, you know, grassroots organization. She has founded the Dolores Huerta Foundation um, and she has 
has been a mover and a shaker in a very real way. I mean, like this woman gets invited to every presidential inauguration. I mean, she's on the short list uh, for all of that. <laughs> and, you know, and so Barack Obama, her, you know, she founded that slogan, si se puede, yes, we can. And, yes. Yeah. And so Obama oh. used the slogan, yes, we can for his campaign. And but when he awarded her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2012, wow. he acknowledged that he stole it. And he said, and. <laughs> Dolores does not play, and she was gracious with me, you know, when I acknowledged yeah. that I, I borrowed the slogan. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I used that in um, an article I wrote for Unity Magazine about her, and, you know, but until she does, because she is, I'm telling you, at every family wedding, family reunion, <laughs> right. Christian, you know, baptism, anything, she wow. is the last one on the dance floor. Wow. Every time she wow. will dance you under the table <laughs> and then she'll wake up at the crack of dawn and catch a plane to her next rally. I mean, it's like, she just oh. doesn't have an off button. And so Powerful. even at the age of 91, it's like, there are no excuses, people, no excuses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to dance with your, your Tia, with your auntie, but I was with her through AGT uh, Association for Global New Thought on this like historic peace train that went yes. from Los Angeles to San Jose, and yeah, she was on fire then, and, yes. and uh, apparently still on been. fire now. You know, if you've seen um, the speech that Bobby Kennedy gave, Bobby Kennedy, his last final speech before mm -hmm. he was assassinated, she was standing right next to him oh during goodness. that speech. So every time you see the footage, you see her. She's standing wow. right there. I mean, she has been moving and shaking for decades. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you're li you're living um, this Hispanic heritage uh, week, which should be a lifetime. We should remember this all the time. What does this really mean to you this week, Reb? Well, it's a month. It's from September. Or the month, 18th. excuse me. Yeah, it, and it started as a week, um, but it was uh, granted in as a month. Actually, George uh, W. Bush started officially started the month, and every president since has acknowledged it. And the reason, you know, some people are like, why does it start in the middle of the month? And right. um, that's because on September 15th, there are five um, Central American countries who celebrate their independence, and then Mexico and, and two others, I think, on the 16th. So that's why it starts at that point in, in time and then goes for a month from there um you know but to me it's it's a time you know I, you heard me on sunday i was like it's you know it's not just about tacos and margaritas you know but but have that you know have that yes yes tacos last night okay you know have that and celebrate you know but i was in florida guys you know and we started out in saint augustine mm -hmm. and you know there that's the oldest city in america and it was the third time I said that out loud that I realized what was bothering me about that. That is not the oldest city in America, yes. depending on what history book you're reading and whose yes. perspective. Yes. That is the oldest <laughs> occupied, settled city in America. Yes. And so when I, I was like, OK, so it, it's um, and then standing in the Atlantic waters, in the beach, uh, in the ocean that brought those ships mm -hmm. to these shores and slave ships from Africa, yes. you know, I, I was overcome um, mm -hmm. because in that moment, you know, I was faced with just my own genetic makeup, my own DNA that is both. And it's mm -hmm. not just the indigenous peoples, but it's also those who came uh, the explorers, the invaders, whatever word you want to use. Um, and so I talked you know, about like, what's this inner civil war 
in my own DNA that's happening and how how do I reconcile that? And to me, this year especially, that's what the the work and, and the celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, because the word Hispanic, Hispanos, that's not indigenous that speaks to only one part of my heritage mm. so even that is you know um which is why you know people say latino because latin america um uh-huh. but even that exiles my european heritage so it's like there's mm-hmm. this you know this reconciliation that i i feel like if i can do it and if we can mm-hmm. do it together then that's yes. how we begin to heal that collective memory, that collective pain, mm. and, um, and really, really can celebrate each other in all aspects of ourselves and yeah. one another. Oh. Yeah. It's all on you, girl. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but, we, anybody want some tacos? <laughs> I know. No, no, but I mean, we laugh, but I mean, it, it's totally funny. I meant it funny, but I mean it in a real way. It's all on us, our personal journeys of healing those, whatever those, yeah. those gaps, whether it's like you said, it's in, it's in your heritage and it's so beautiful. So in you, yeah. the healing has begun and maybe it's, I don't want to say it's complete because it's never done. There's always deeper love, but it's beautiful. It, it's yeah, absolutely it beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. raise a margarita for you and, you <laughs> yes. know, and, and, and your work yes. and that everyone is. that Salud. does that work. It's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, welcome home. Welcome back. Uh, Faith, how, how have you been the last week? Because you're in home. I, I almost called it Home Depot, but you're in <laughs> Let's, let's let's call let's call a thing a thing. You're in the middle of your home, girl. Yeah, well, you know, I was I was oh, just girl. telling Rev Skip, you know, before we went on, you know, finding my way to unicorn my thoughts around all the, you know, billions of dust particles that that we're dealing with right now and putting everything away. And and yet I know, I promise you got it's beautiful. I can't wait to to come and see it. And you know, there's a question quieted, you know, way back in my mind is like, why? Why is it still such a long process? What? But I'm not, that's all. I'm. That's the only voice I'm going to give it because I, I insist, you guys know me. I'm like, where's the gift, baby? Am I yeah. the gift? Am I, and, and to be honest, am I healing away old Chinese cultural and Filipino Asian thing? You know, so whatever, I'll bring it all in. Yeah. And um, so this is really giving me perspective, you know. But Rev Skip, I, I do want to share that when I went on tour early on in my career with Xavier, here I am in a little um, Winnebago with, you know, I think the band, there are only five of us, a Latino guy, me, or two, a Japanese guy, me, and the artist and the bass player, Yogi Bear, you know, Af- African Americans, yeah. we rolled into Savannah, Georgia, and, you know, and I didn't even read or study. I'm clueless, right, to all that in the sense I grew up in Hawaii. There was no real emphasis. I felt something, an envelope just, yeah. you know, yeah. so that energy is real, it's real, which means what we're talking about in the healing you're talking about, Jackie, that's real too. I mean, yeah. I wonder if maybe I step foot ground there now, maybe, maybe it'll feel lighter. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's a real thing. I mean, I just felt it. I felt it. And, you know, Rev Skip, I can't even pretend to know in in all our histories what it felt like, you know, to have that in your history. And yet I know there you are, sparkling, you know, divine essence of God that isn't that story in one sense. You know, I don't know how how you feel. 
Well, I, I'm just grateful that we have the show. This is was the premise of the show when we came together. We said voices of unity, and part of you know the work that Reverend Jackie and I get to do in about a week and a half is healing the historical trauma of racism or separation. We're calling separation, and this is a big part of me as a minister as I come forth um, and, and realizing what I was really called to be and what I was called to do, and. You know, I haven't been sleeping. I mean, be we love to be honest on this show. I have not been sleeping. I've been really overwhelmed with the change that's happening. Um, I'm learning to surrender, but I'll wake up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, and my mind will just run, just run, just run. And it was so funny because I'm sitting there listening to your um, Reverend Jackie's um, message, and she began with, with um, okay, uh, Dr. Chris, I ain't going to bring no Bible in here. And I went, oh, my goodness, my whole sermon that I've written, it's like, Jesus the Christ, this is not going, okay, let me go back and let, let me go back and change. So I'm in the rewrites in my head in the middle of the night of what I'm going to say. And I'm learning that um, we said this before, God does not require us to work. It's really learning to surrender and allow. Um, this has been a big lesson. Um, I need to step out of how how am I going to get to Florida? I haven't even got the job yet. And I'm like, how do I move? How do I do this? And I'm really learning how to surrender. This is my first time candidating for um, anything for or well, as a minister. And um, sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes I'm looking at the list of, of affiliation, things I must get done for CSL. And it's really hearing God saying, I got this and I got you. And it almost brings me to tears. Um, and I want to say this, and we're going to bring our guests in really quickly because I love our guests today. Um, Reverend Jackie, your creativity um, workshop opened up creativity within me for my workshop that I'm going to do. And so I got a little bit of this. You did this phenomenal um, thing where we can't be attached. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm trying not to cry. Because I'm learning how not to be attached to the outcome of this decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like Reverend Michael said to me on the phone the other day, he says, this is something greater. This is something better. Rev, he, he said that yeah. I knew this from day one when I met you. You were yeah. on a trajectory for this moment. So it's going to be this or something greater. Mm-hmm. So in my overwhelmness, I'm learning to surrender. In my overwhelmness, I'm learning to surrender. Yeah. So, um, can we bring in our guests? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. It's amazing. I, I am so grateful to bring in um, my teacher, my friend, my mentor. I've watched her for years, and she's helped me to get through publishing my book. Um, it's Karen Mills Austin. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Then we're going to bring in talk to and uh, talk to Karen and talk with Karen. Um, she's a daughter and a granddaughter of a practitioner in the New Thought Ageless Wisdom tradition of spirituality. Karen Mills Austin has literally been on her spiritual path since childhood in her award-winning three book series, 10 Principles for Life Worth Living. She shares the rich legacy of three generations of women, hallelujah, (laughs) who who have devoted their lives to spiritual principles and practices. Today, Karen is an international speaker, 
She um, offers traditional or, or transformational workshops based on the teachings of Michael Bernard Beckwith, which I'm always dropping nuggets from uh, Reverend Michael all the time, in her book series, 10 Principles for a Life Worth Living. I have all three books, and she's amazing. She's also the CEO and the co-founder of a book publishing house, um, That Guy's House International, and um, she's a co-host of the 22 Minutes of Transformation that's what it says on paper. Let me tell you about this dynamic, incredible, <laughs> woman that I love so much. When you sit down with her, you realize she's steeped in new thought principle. She can, she knows, she doesn't know about, she knows Ernest Holmes. She knows um, Joel Goldsmith. She knows our tradition. So I want to bring in my friend, Karen Mills Austin. Hey, Karen. Woo. I love this joy. <laughs> This is how we get to show up. This is a vibrational match that we get to participate in. So just listening um, to all three of you, I'm just, I'm tingling all over. This is magnificent. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. You are so welcome. And I got to bring faith into this conversation right away. Y'all have a history. <laughs> we do. Karen, we haven't heard you. You share it. You share it. And then I'll jump in. <laughs> Well, you know, Faith and I took this class called Roots, and I was wanting to remember what year it was. I became licensed in, in 2007. So it okay. was maybe in the early 2000s. Oh, my Faith God. Maybe. I, Faith was my <laughs> very first prayer partner. And um, as we were talking before we came on the air, she, Faith was saying that she can recall those times I can too. I can too. And they feel they were so sweet. And they uh, and and I know that even though we probably didn't know what we were doing at that point, <laughs> we we prayed like we did though. Our beingness. We did absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we learned the steps together. But that's what I meant. Yeah. Is I it felt so real in my heart. Karen, you know, when we did it together and we'd call and I was so nervous. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning how to be a friend one-on-one, -on -one, you know, I'm great uh -huh. at being on a stage, but when I was like, I have to call and talk to a person every day and pray <laughs> like what the, <laughs> and it was yes. you, you were my blessing for yes. sure. <laughs> yes. And you were mine as well. So thank you. And, and I was, I wrote to, I emailed Faith today telling her that um, I was teaching a class at Agape, and I was, I wanted to, I always like to bring music in. So I found this really wonderful piece, Faith, that you did in 2009, God Is. And I'm telling you, incredible. So thank you for all the ways that you show up. And I love when you come um, to Agape and I get to see you in person. So thank you. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. I love you. And, and you know, I can't wait I to, you we're going to talk to you now and hear about this body of work you're doing, but I will be at Agape in, August, in October, just dropping that. October oh, 10th, I think and is I'll when I'm scheduled. Yeah. So. <laughs> great. Wonderful. Okay, okay. Great. All right. So 
any whatever what's I, our first well, question well well here's the thing we're talking about spiritual education this is the whole yes. month it's back to mm -hmm. school and karen i i want to ask you um how important it is to do a deep dive we can go to agape or csl and sit there in 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 the audience and get our little notes but how important is spiritual education where we can take five ten weeks and really dissect these important teachings of transformation it's the most important thing that we can do um, mm. because it allows us not to be in the world, but of it. It allows us to make a choice about how we're living our lives. So we're not choosing man or mammon. We're choosing this presence and this power that is so much more than what is in the world. So when we, when we take classes, we begin to take on this, this role as a spiritual being. We pull ourselves out of the world and we're guided and directed by this presence and this power. It's, it's the best thing. It's the best gift that we can give to ourselves. Well, our show, to me, I keep thinking, this is like our class. I don't know if you can feel that from us, Rev. Karen, because, you know, oh, we, we work it out. We... <laughs> together, you know, and I mean, that Roots class that you and I took, I mean, where mm -hmm. would I be? I'd have nowhere to land these new thought principles yeah. without those, you know, those steps. And it's funny because I'm such a, like, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't read very many books. I don't, you know, and maybe I'm a little bit too much like I want to download from God, you know, but it, I need a person, we all need those, the con sometimes a container to start the journey as we keep expanding that container. Because that's what's yes. amazing about these classes. They keep growing with with us. Yes, um, yes, yes. And, we, and you guys were using words like surrender, to allow. And I wrote down um, trust. You know, we, we talk about non-attachment to the outcome. Those kinds of things are really important as we move through because it's not our will. It's the presence that is wanting to express through us magnificently. And when we get out of the way and we practice, then we get to allow our highest and best to unfold. I love what, I, I'm not remembering exactly the words that you said, Reverend Skip, but um, the idea that with this, um, this possibility in Florida that you are moving through, you have already you're practicing letting go, knowing that the highest and the best for you and that um, CSL is unfolding. And that's the way we get to walk on this earth plane, fearlessly, um, knowing that everything is always working together for our individual and collective good. That's how we walk. And, and that's really beautiful. And it takes practice. It takes practice. I have clients who I say, who I work with, and they say, okay, I've been doing this for a month now. <laughs> when is it going to kick in? When is prosperity going to kick in? When is um, uh, me being a beneficial presence going to kick in? All that good stuff. Well, this is what we do. It's endless. It's, it's always. We are infinite beings. So we always get to move to, the, we always get to go deeper, wider, higher in our expanded awareness. That's why we're here. Can you imagine how fortunate we are that all of us, all of us have landed at this particular chapter of this thing called life 
and we get to, we have the privilege of growing and expanding. I mean, everybody doesn't get to have that opportunity. We do. So as Reverend Michael says, we must, we must practice the presence of God. We must be on this, um, we must take hold of this opportunity and go into the realms, move into the realms of the infinite possibilities of this presence. It's beautiful. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, surrender, trust, allow. Um, I love what Reverend Skip said, um, that the presence has told him, I've got this. I've got this. He doesn't know how, but he knows that there's something greater that is living and moving and having its being in, in him and in all of us. So that as we surrender, as we trust, as we allow, as we let go of what we think our highest possibility is, something beyond our, our, imag- our, our, our imaginings, our highest imagining is unfold, unfolding. So it's really, it's very precious and, and we get to benefit. And let me just say this, I know I'm talking a lot, but this is, this is one of the things that I teach, that... We have had, even my grandmother, my mother, who were both magnificent practitioners, they did what they could do on this earth plane. And now as they transitioned, they have passed the baton to me. And it is my responsibility to do all that I can do to grow and expand and practice. And I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the seven generations ahead of me, people that I will never know. So I've taken on this role to be the, to be God in the flesh, to pray, to meditate, to life vision, to teach, to do all the things that I probably resisted when I was, when I was growing up, even though I was growing up in this magnificent metaphysical household. I'm wondering, I was just listening to, you know, you're talking about surrender and allow, and I'm wondering Mm -hmm. um, what practical ways, methods, tools uh, bring people into that. mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you say, like, I so resonate with, like, and we have to keep practicing. Like, it's not like yeah, a one and done yeah. deal. I mean, sometimes, right. once not. in a while, there's like just this this shift and you just drop right into a new way of mm-hmm. being. But more often in my experience and what I've seen in working with other people is it's a process and, and it's a process with it many is. levels and of undoing and, and redoing and remaking and, um, and clearing out. And so I'm wondering um, how you speak into those kinds of tools and practices. Well, you know, one of the things that has become very important to me over the last several years is meditation. So that, to have the opportunity to stop and to quiet my mind and to know that Goldsmith says that when we meditate, we commune with God. Oh, and I remember the first time I heard that. Um, It just, it, it brought me to tears. Because whenever I want to, I get to connect with this present. And it was something that I never thought that I had time for. Now I do. I do it. Hey, Karen, um, that's the music. We're going to break, but I can't let you go yet. Can you please stay around? Yes, thank you. Okay, please. Thanks. We'll be right back, everybody.
You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. Just one life, that life is God's life, flowing free and moving through me. That life is perfect, that life is God's life, my life now. No no bounds The deeper and deeper I go It's sweeter than I've ever known Oh, I'll never stop growing Cause love keeps on calling me
Yeah, so that's our yeah, life. So. That's our life. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Who was that thing? And um I yeah, I co-wrote that with Noriko Oling from Upchurch Ministry, you know, where Della Reese, that was her church Sherry, Reverend yes. Sherry James is now there. That vocalist is uh Dominique Kent, who just oh, shred yeah. that vocal and oh my god, that's my spiritual practice right there. And yeah. Maybe yeah. someday I'll be able to sing it. To be honest, I'm trying to learn it to sing for agape, but yeah. <laughs> but that's my heart right there. Oh my goodness, it really speaks. Um, I you know some of the best conversation happens off air, and we're talking about how emotion and and you know I, I'm not trying. I, I said on the air earlier I was trying not to cry, but knowing that I've been crying so much. And um, that song reminds me of, it was a perfect song, Faith. I always say, you're our music minister. You always pick the perfect songs. It really speaks to where I'm at right now. It feels like I'm I'm finding God for the first time. I've been meditating more. I've been praying more. I've been surrendering more. And it's like, oh, this is what I signed up for. This what this is my life as a minister, and it's just been so overwhelming with emotion. And um, so the tears, as Karen, our guest, has been saying, it's a part of 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 this process. The crying has been a part of my meditation. It's been a part of my spiritual practice. But I, this is the deepest I felt God in all my life so and beautiful. i don't know i don't know if so it's beautiful. my commitment going to csl or 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 what i'm saying yes to it's it's like finding god for the first time mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous um this is the the tears allow for the deepening in the tears there's an opportunity for gratitude and the tears there's an opportunity for the full the fullness of life to be activated in and through and as anybody who cries. Yeah. So the tears are purposeful. I, I love this song. This is, this is straight from Ernest Holmes. There's mm. only one life. It's God's life. It's perfect. It's my life now. There's no limits. Deeper and yes. deeper I go. These are gorgeous words. You know, we were talking before the break about practices. I believe that listening to music like this is the way that we get to practice the presence, the way that we get to remind ourselves what is real. So we pull ourselves out of the world, we turn on some music, and we commune with that music. We, um, they're like affirmations. So it's very important to be very conscious about the kind of things that we're listening to all the time, things that really lift us up. And Reverend Jackie, you're at CSL Fort Lauderdale this weekend and their music ministry. Every song I was dropping into tears. I'm online on Facebook Live and I'm just, the tears are bawling from the beginning (laughs) of the music. How was it live for you there? Beautiful, just beautiful. Yeah, it it was a sound healing, like a sound bath, right? Yeah, their vocalists are amazing. Their musicians just lock it down. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
I think that's one of the glorious things that, you know, Karen and I, we experience on a regular basis is the beautiful artist that comes into Agape every single week. And Faith, you know, we met at Agape when we were on Buckingham and and just being a part of the 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 music of Byers Beckwith. And I'm talking about Ricky Byers and yeah. Michael Beckwith and the songs that they have written. I mean, we're talking about thousands of songs, correct, Karen? Yes, thousands, I'm telling you. Yes, thousands of songs. And and these songs took me through my practitioner training because Mm -hmm. I was, I made a spiritual practice to turn off whatever music I was listening to. Music that I was listening to wasn't bad music, but this and this music that I began listening to, the music that was written by um, Ricky Byers and Reverend Michael was music that I felt a loving presence. I felt kindness and beauty. I felt the truth birthing itself. And it was simply reminding me of who and what I am. So the music can really allow us to move through so-called hardships. They can remind us about Um, about our birthright. In in the lyrics to this song, love is my purpose, my birthright. Oh, my goodness. Love is. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, what do you say? I mean, those words, I... You know, music, I think one thing is the lyrics and the affirmation, but there's the feeling tone. Right, Karen, that feeling of... of, you know, the indescribable God. And I think that's what it is with that music. It transcends, you know, Rev Skip, you know, it transcends our how, you know, my like, how am I going to, how is this house going to unfold? How is your ministry going to unfold? You know, what's next for Jackie and Karen? And it's like in that moment when that song hits and the chords go, you just feel the all rightness of this moment right now. You don't need anything else. Yeah. And it's complete. And that really is a vibrational match to the present. That's what that is. And we cannot help to feel into this radiant joy. That's our, this radiant joy and this unconditional love, our birthright and everything else. Mm. So Mm. when we, we get to be reminded of why we are here, we step away from the how and the why, and we simply, we go back to trust surrendering to this presence and this power. It really is magnificent. And I I was just going to say, Karen, if you're in spiritual classes and you hear Mm -hmm. the song and it's something that goes hand in hand with what we're studying and then you hear it in music and it's like the embodiment Um, because I know a lot of our Agape University classes, we use music as a way of opening up yeah. the a doorway to soften. I remember getting to Agape the very first year at Agape. I did not love myself. In fact, I thought there was something mm-hmm. so wrong with me. But when I would hear mm-hmm. Ricky sing, it would prepare me for hearing Michael's message. There's a soft thing yeah. that happens when you say, um, Karen. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, we each have different ways that we feel this presence, that we um, remember who we are. And some hear it more powerfully through the words. 
Some may hear it more powerfully through the music. However it is, that becomes, uh, that becomes the entry point for our remembrance of this presence and, and the feeling tone that it evokes through us. Um, so it's, it's just, it's really beautiful. I like using both. In fact, as I, when I teach, I have learned the importance of, and I know it's for me, but I, I also know that it's for the collective, but, and the importance of having music uh, because it, it does set a tone. The lyrics and songs can um, sway us in ways that perhaps just words can't. So uh, it's another learning modality. And, and I want to share this. Reverend Cheryl Ward, who was the dean of Agape University for many years, she brought in um, the teachings of Paul Sheely, who really talked about the importance of activating learning in different ways to make sure that everyone who wanted to learn, we were teaching the way that they could uh, catch it. So she brought in uh, ways of learning that are um, audio and kinesthetic and visual learning. And um, so there's a combination of all of that that really does enhance the way that we get to catch these words and messages from the spirit. Through classes. There's three of us, so I'm always like giving space. But I'm going to change a little bit of, 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 of the conversation, just a little bit, because we've been very honest about COVID and how it has affected us here. And Faith has a, has it firsthand with her family. Um, and did it, we want to hear about that. We said we're going to talk about that. But Karen, I want to ask you, how has this experience, which I have even stopped calling it COVID, I've been calling it the sacred reset, but when I say that, people go, what do you mean? So I always follow up also known as COVID. How has that affected the work that you're doing? Because things grew out of you during this sacred reset, yes. Karen. So <laughs> if, if you could just speak yes. a little bit about that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I'm still in it. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I have enjoyed it so much. And um, I know, because I really entered it without fighting it. I welcomed it, not knowing what it was, this reset. And I knew that there was something within me. Um, so I, um, I began to just really take on everything that was coming forth. Uh, at the time, I was when this all began, I was interim dean of Agape University, and we had the charge from Reverend Michael to put everything online, all the classes. We created um, morning prayer and meditation. We created uh, Friday night gatherings. So there was this really uh, birthing that, that happened. Through me, I bought a publishing company. Um, I am now, I've taken all the things that I learned in the beginning of the pandemic that first year, and now I'm, I'm putting them into my life and creating um, a, a program, a platform for authors to present their, have their books published. So this TGH International is a publishing house that is 
Uh, and our mission is to ve- develop the gifts and talents of individuals and assisting them in sharing their message generously with the world. And we do this from the presence of God, from the presence of spirit. So we, I may not necessarily call it a prayer, but when we start a, um, a meeting, we do a blessing. And so each aspect is to, of all the meetings that we do, the one-on-ones and the group meetings are about bringing forth all the good that wants to express individually and collectively. And it's exciting. So that's the thing that has um, come through me. And I have to tell you that um, there may be times when I get into resistance and then I ask myself the question, what wants to birth itself through me? Because in the beginning, I thought I I was probably a little scared (laughs) what was happening. Now I know that if I feel something bubbling up, I know that something wonderful is happening. I know that something wonderful wants to express itself through me, and I let it. So, yeah, I've, I've loved this time. And I have to tell you this as well. I, now I have to say, Karen, got to get out of the house. You got to move. You got to go here and there. Because everything that I do now is through Zoom. I see clients through Zoom. I have all my meetings through Zoom. And my partner, my business partner, is based in, in London. So uh, we, as we do what we do, including we birthed a podcast, 22 Minutes of Transformation, uh, we do everything that we do online. So it's really very, very wonderful. And some of the things I'm going to keep online like doing practitioner sessions. I love all the things that have birthed itself. Karen, I love um, what you're saying. You know, we're talking about spiritual practice, and we just hear in how Mm -hmm. the intention of when this all started, one, the kind of question you ask, right? Not how is this going to be a bad thing how am I you know just seeing those questions how where what's the gift how can this best serve me how can I best serve you know and and it sets the course we talked about this in our other shows I I call it well Abraham Hicks calls it take the bounce like I'm always looking how can I springboard what what am I being springboarded into and so you know Rev Skip coined a phrase here a COVID bonus and there's too many. This show, my friendships. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I, I remember I, I said Thank that's where Michael, I oh, use it. Sorry. Okay. Yes. It all goes yes. back to the source. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> Please. No, that, okay. That's where COVID bonus is something I use yes. consistently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, no, but I love, I mean, yeah. Karen, what she shared, I've experienced the same way. It's about giving up the resistance, finding all those pockets yeah. and just, whoo, you know, just letting them go so we can allow for, for the greater good that, that wants to happen. So mm-hmm. just, yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, 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 yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of that, because remember that this is the most powerful thing that I have learned in the last year and a half. Everything is for me. Everything is for me. Yes. Even the things that I have judged, it's for me. So you know what I've started doing? I'm not, I can't judge anymore. I feel that judgment coming up. I Mm -hmm. let it go because I know that there's something in this 
for me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be right here and right now. So I, I step away from, oh, something something bad is happening. No, I don't say something bad is happening because something good is always happening. The presence is good. Its nature is good. It's my nature. Therefore, I get to experience all the the good that's happening. If I had said one of the affirmations I wrote down was, I'm open and available to new technology. <laughs> I'm open and available yeah. to new, new technology. You know, it's it's important. That's why I I wasn't using Skype. I'm signed up for it now. So so if we ever do this again, we get to do this through Skype. Um, we will. So, we will know, do there, this again. Yeah, there, yes, for yes. sure. So there are certain sure. things that I I and it's one of my principles in my book: live from the yes zone. Mm-hmm. I, I say yes to the presence. I obey the presence. I get a hit about something. I know that this is something that wants me to move forward. So, yeah, yeah. Life is good. It's really good. Even in the appearance of darkness, there is always light. And when we practice, when we have these tools, meditation, prayer, life, visioning, listening to beautiful music, singing music, moving, whatever it is, we get to be open and available to, yes, the goodness that is seeking to emerge in and through and as each of us. And we get to have the willingness to allow it. That's amazing. You know, it makes me think um, I have a eight month old baby cousin who has been sick with COVID and she we nearly lost her. She's been in ICU for a few weeks now. She's on the ECMO machine, which if you don't know what that is, it takes the blood out of your body, oxygenates it and pumps it back into your body. She's been intubated and she's started having seizures all. I mean, it's just been every kind of drama, which um, but what has been activated is the power of prayer and, and yeah. that has touched her mother and grandmother in ways that I, it's, mm. it's life changing. Mm-hmm. And so even in the midst of something, none of us would wish on another person, right. let alone our own child, um, the, the presence and power of life and spirit is so yeah. available that it is transformational. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why well, that uh, question that Faith mentioned, where's the gift? Yeah, that's where the gift is. In yes. the midst of all of this, there's always something there for us. And just the idea that a family gets that a little baby has brought together a family to remember to, to touch into God. <laughs> that's enough. Right beautiful. There. Hey, Karen, if, if someone wants to follow you, because we're, we're about two minute mark here, I want to make sure people get your information. How can we find out more about, um, and I've been calling that guy's house international. I'm so sorry. It's THG or GTDH international. Where can people find out <laughs> yeah. more about what you're doing? Well, well, they can go there. They can go to TGH international. They can also go to my um, Instagram account. Karen Mills Alston, and Alston is spelled A-L-S-T-O-N. They can follow me. They can check out my website, all of that good stuff. And I'm happy to welcome everyone who would like to find out more, particularly about these 10 principles for life worth living, and that all my three books are on Amazon. 
Yeah, and then get them because I have them all and they're great. Yeah, and and um, just that. just yes. just do it. Just jump jump in. Um, Faith, are you anywhere this week? Where are you? What are you doing this week? I'm here with you. I'm filming videos for upcoming events. Yeah. Okay. The Posse Awards, which are on the 24th, I believe, Friday at 7 p.m. One of my songs are up. And, uh, you know, our conference, we have yes. to share about our conference that all three of us will be doing really important work. I mean, the healing trauma of, of separation, you know, and so much more soul fitness. Um, and that is for the Northeastern regional conference that begins on September 26th through October 1st. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be with all y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rep. Jackie, are you teaching this uh, week? You're going to be in your own community this week, right? Yes, I am back. And uh, we, uh, are, this week is phenomenal because our new associate minister of operations has started. Today was her first day, Reverend Eileen Stulak. So we welcome her back. To yeah. Unity Church of Overland Park, and um, in the next week we'll kick off our Fall Faith series, and so yeah, we're we're in the groove. So amazing, so amazing. I am actually taking kind of a weekend off so I can work on my sermon, my workshop, because I have big shoes to fill, Reverend Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> you still mad? Yeah, but I'm okay. God's got this. Karen yes, knows all I, I warmed them up for you. I warmed them up. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, we love you so much. Love thank you. you for being our guest. Thank you. I love yeah. all of you. Thank you. <laughs> next week, everyone, peace and blessing. Aloha. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.